and their town continues to rip itself apart. The only vestige of strength standing against me must combat the danger from the scared animals it lives among. This little glimpse of chaos is nothing compared to what is yet to come. I must merely wait. <laughs> Everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM, Trevor, and Raymond, what shitty thing did you do this week? Raymond. Oh, sh shit, guys. Raymond got arrested. Raymond. Raymond! It's my birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Cam. Happy birthday, no, Cam. Raymond. What's, what's wrong Happy with birthday, Raymond? Cam. Where is he? If you couldn't tell by Cam's voice, they just turned 16. <laughs> Hi, guys. Happy to be here. Oh, wait. That sounded a lot like Micah. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, wow, there was yikes. two of them in the room right now. Ow. Well, we have no Raymond to, to ball on this week, unfortunately. That's, that's a shame. He is up in New York right now. Uh, he's getting to hang out with a friend of mine and friend of the show, Alex, who's been on some of our Patreon content, which we haven't made any of in a long time. I'm so sorry, everyone, but I do love you. But yeah. There's, there's nothing that, I mean, I, I, I have a bathroom. My master bathroom is functional for the first time in like four years, which is an exciting homeowner thing to be proud of. Wait, I'm, four, I'm sure your neighbors are happy you're not shitting in the backyard anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, what have you been doing the, for the past no, four years? No, we had years. two bathrooms, Micah, because I don't live in a pine box in Detroit. So I have two bathrooms. Just my master bathroom has been out of commission for several years. Um, for a lot of reasons, like one, the people that owned this house before us were the shittiest DIYers ever, and everything in this house was wrong in some way. So I've had to like tear out multiple rooms, do mold remediation, um, a bunch of roof repair, drainage repair. Both of the bathrooms have now been gutted. My son's room's been gutted. My daughter's room has been gutted. Half of my living room. Just a lot of crap. And Man, sounds had, like a lot of work. Uh, my apartment in Detroit doesn't have heating at the moment because the heater is broken and it is November in Detroit. Listen to these people complaining about having houses. Exactly. You own your own property? Come on. You don't have to shell out to the man. What are you talking about? The bank owns my property. That's, oh, yeah. that's true. That is true. Oh, yeah, that is true. Micah, do your neighbors throw garbage into your hallway? Because mine fucking do. <laughs> yeah, they do. They sure do. Oh, man, I love renting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Landlords are a boon to society and not a parasite whatsoever. You definitely should tip them. You should. Absolutely. You should tip your land. Give it a little bit of extra rent. You know, landlords, they need Give them a little sloppy. Give them a little sloppy. Yeah, if you can, just go over there and suck, suck their dick right. It's almost always going to be a man. So just suck their dick right off. Christian, are you a landlord? You're very quiet. <laughs> no. I'm just wondering why you're getting everything all spiffy right before you move. <laughs> because I'm trying to sell my house to maximize my equity. That's why. Because I'm moving into a market that has higher home prices and my house does not have a super high value. So I'm trying to maximize it so that I can have enough equity that the plan is I'm going to leave Houston completely debt free with enough money also for down payment because I bought my house so cheap. Look at these fancy book learning words. Can we find your house on like Zillow or something? Not yet. 
Um, but like when when I put it when I list it, I will absolutely be like, "Hey, anybody want to buy my house?" And I listener, will, you I could, will shill it. You out. could sleep in the same room that GM Trevor did. That's Christian's done that. You know what? You could go in there and take I a blacklight to different parts of the room and tell me what you find. Might look like a Jackson Pollock in there for all we know. Painting the walls. <laughs> I know. Trevor's like, I sometimes I snore and I'm over there on the bed passed out snoring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You could do indirect cheek to cheek listener with the bath. That's true. That's very Perfect. true. We tried was once here. I can feel his warmth on the sheets. It's so warm so many months later. But no, seriously, like we, I, our, our, the shower in that bathroom, the tile. And if you know anything about construction, the tile in the shower was put on with mastic, which is not something you do. It was put on with mastic, which is not Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, so the tile on the shower was pretty much melting off of it yeah. pretty much from the day we bought the house. And then I found a serious black mold problem in the guest bathroom and ripped it out and redid that. And when that was back to functional alongside my son's room, which I ripped out at the same time because it adjoins it, uh, I renovated all that, did the full remediation and everything, and then we started using that bathroom. And I think during... 2019 or something my wife's like well let's start tearing out the other bathroom i had bought enough tile and i bought a bunch of stuff for it and i demoed the whole bathroom and i put in the bathtub and then i'm like i'm not doing drywall again because i fucking suck at drywall and i called the drywall contractor and they took my money and disappeared so that was so disheartening that i did not touch that room again until it was like hey you're moving to charlotte in eight months so i'm like oh let's finish this trevor have you considered the market works in mysterious ways (laughs) <laughs> that is true. The market does work in mysterious it ways. The invisible hand went straight up your ass. <laughs> it did. It did. I feel like it grabbed you right by the gooch and twisted your balls. Trevor, you should be happy. You just got turned into a Muppet by the financial marketplace. Uh, but yeah, all I got to do is, is that fireplace. Then I have to replace the soffits, um, which is going to kind of suck, but it won't be hard because uh, I can almost, I can touch my soffits uh, with, you know, just standing on the ground because Kinky. my roof line is so low. So. Easy peasy. But yeah, no, this has been a home improvement talk with Trevor. Um, and, and, and if you join the Patreon, there are pictures of Trevor touching his own soffits. That's true. And there are another 13 minutes of him describing what he's going to do with his bathroom. You can hear DIY yeah. like Home Depot ASMR. All I got to do in my bath. I mean, it's technically done. It's usable. I like showered in it the other day. I need to put in crown molding. Oh, perfect. Time. You hear that, listener? It. It's been christened. <laughs> that shower's had her first maiden voyage. <laughs> I deflowered the shower. <laughs> Some people just throw a champagne bottle. This is the quality of the banter without Raymond. This is what we just said. Bad. It's bad, isn't it? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm sorry, everyone. I just really. So this am is what sorry. it's like when we don't have the comedian. It's That's crazy. It. We can't lose Raymond. Raymond must be protected at all costs. I've been like going by the skin of my teeth. I've been editing episodes up to like 45 minutes before release. That's how close I've been the past few weeks. I've just been so busy with work and home Listeners, and it's stuff. bad right now. It's really it's bad. Rough. Yeah, no, we were just discussing and this might be coming up. So you hear it here first, folks. We may be dropping down to a bi-weekly 
for a short period of time because of all the stuff with me moving and home improvement stuff and new job and all that crazy stuff. And Raymond's been so busy and Cam is wonderful, but um, Cam is also very busy. Christian also like has a family or whatever. Christian has a family. Yeah. Their kids are getting older. They're fine. You just fill up their food and water bowl. They'll keep for weeks. Honestly, it wouldn't take much for us to be like, get right back on top of it. If we took like, a week and did like double recordings or maybe a month and did double recordings for a month and then did like double recordings on a Saturday, we'd be right back where we needed to be. But it's just been a while. Kids, kids make it difficult. Kids make it so difficult. We have a four day weekend coming up, like literally next week. <laughs> That's true. Kids. Is that Thanksgiving? Um, is that coming up? Yeah. N- next yeah. week is Thanksgiving. November actually. has flew by i'm like holy shit i feel like november's almost over yep yep same this whole year has flown by to be completely honest it feels like we were at gen con like a month ago it's it's been quick we are all withering quickly before our own eyes every breath we take brings us closer to our last there is a picture somewhere becoming younger while i age i'm reverse dorian graying it's bad (laughs) Yeah, like every week I look at myself in the uh, in the Discord chat, the bags under my eyes are getting like deeper by the week. It's pronunciation bad. and bags is getting harder as you age too. It's weird. <laughs> you haven't Bag. lived there in so long and it gets more harsh as you yeah. age. Big. I'm becoming more like my dad. <laughs> I know, I know. Hot. Your wonderful father. Did I say that? Jesus. All right. my dad. There's only two sexes, the kind I have with your mom and the kind I have with your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Uh, holy shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. That oh, was accurate. a joke. I don't actually think there's only two chanters. Please don't be mad at me. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I didn't want to make anybody angry. Oh, this is the modern era. There's literally nothing you can say that won't make someone angry. <laughs> this is true. Listen, this I, is I, true. people can be mad at me about my opinions on children in theaters. That's fine. Go fuck yourself. But people oh, are going to be mad about else. me either saying that I'm a homeowner or you guys saying uh, uh, fuck landlords. Yeah. So there's something for everyone in this episode. Let's be real. Hey, my current landlord uh, sucks. So the accurate term is land bastard. Let's be real here. The land bastard (laughs) land leech. I may have one of those pretty soon because I don't know that I'm going to buy as soon as I move to Charlotte. I might be renting for a year. (gasps) It'll be the first time in a while I've rented. It'll be the first time in like 13 years that I haven't humble brag. Yeah, whatever. I got lucky. I'm going to be real. I got lucky. I bought a, I bought a foreclosure and I had a freaking rural development loan, zero money down, but it was like right after the end of the freaking housing bubble burst. I got in right at the right Don't time. Don't worry, Trevor. I have a feeling property prices are going to plummet in four years. <laughs> God, we can't talk about it. it now. I'm going to send oh, my God. God off the edge if I talk about it. <laughs> oh God, Christian. Yeah, this will be Patreon content. Let's discuss that at another time. We'll just discuss uh, your crazy conspiracy theory. It'll be great. Uh, Cam missed right, it, y'all. too. All right, y'all. Let's, uh, let's get back to the stupid game. Malleus is trying to get Golicon into his bed. I think he succeeded. 
Hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM, Trevor, here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one, you binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked y'all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine. Words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. Now, let's get back to the show. Last week, the party made it back to Otari to find a slavering mob uh, that was apoplectic with rage and terror over uh, an encounter in the Immonwood adjacent to the Fogfen, in which some wisps seem to have lured several lumberjacks to an apparent doom. Chasing after them was their new foreman, Simon, a lovely orc that I believe made uh, Billiam cream his pants when he met him. Town wants answers. The mayor wants answers. Who's going to give them? The party's tired. They don't want to go back, but everybody wants them to go. Who's going to step forward other than the protector of Vandy Banderdash? Lucas. Lucas the nerd. Oh, well, maybe. I don't know. Another uh, individual that made Billiam wet because it's very large. We know his kink at the very least. He volunteered to head into the Got light Lucas Kastner and uh, Vandy was all too happy to have her protector go protect elsewhere. Party heads back to their lodgings, residences, and um, Gothricon and Malleus share a heart to black hole where a heart should be conversation. It's void energy. And with that... We're back in the sleepy seaside town of Otari, where the women are strong, the men are good looking, and the children are above average. FBI, this man right here. (laughs) You all aged yourself. I hate you. Prairie Home Companion, y'all. Lake Wobegon. (laughs) Y'all, what y'all doing? You're in Otari. It's bedtime. You could continue the conversation with Malleus. Uh, or we could go to Tacitus, who's dragging his ass into Rin's place, who we haven't heard from in a very long time. Tacitus dragging his acidus. Hey! <laughs> As Tacitus returns to Rin's wonders tries to make his way up to the strange, not-quite room he stays in. It's more of a balcony with an awning. What what news do you have from the Gauntlet? 
as he's reaching the top step, he hears that voice from across the round-sided courtyard that makes this not-quite building. Ben, where, where are you? I can't see you. Over here next to the butt plugs. Uh, of course, as is usual at 9 p.m. <laughs> Casting new merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> right on schedule. The godlight has been... It, it has been uh, hard to understand, but eventful. It seems now where Belcor may not have known of us before, at least been fully aware of us, she is very much aware of our presence. She made her appearance before us as we made our way down to the next level of the gauntlet. And this next level that we're in seems more vast and malevolent than all of the previous levels put together. Wait, how how deep does this go? I only knew of the first basement. Does it, it continues further? It could go on forever as far as I'm aware. I found that very unlikely yet plausible given the situation we find ourselves in. There's a whole we also, of the swamp. We also There's made a, uh, a new acquaintance, a, uh, another flesh warp being by the name of... by the name of... Golukhan. Golukhan. <laughs> Gut-gak, or Gat-gak or something. I don't remember what you said. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm trying to remember the name. Glut-glut. It's Golukhan. I don't remember. I'm sorry, Cam. Golukhan, yeah. Uh... I will remember the name Gluck Gluck forever. He is a being much like Asmodran, but uh, much more physically inclined. Honestly, he reminds me very much of Bilium. Oh, does he eat a lot? I have not yet seen him eat, I do not know. But I would assume so. He's rather a big boy. Makes Bilium look look, uh, rather sprightly in comparison. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure that gets under his skin, doesn't it? He doesn't seem to mind it, to be completely honest with you. Well, that's nice. That's nice. So, you said Belcora made made her presence known to you? Well, what do you mean? She did. Uh, Briefly. Is she not... an apparition, really. Dead? Is she not dead? No, very much no. In fact, I... It's difficult to even understand it now. I do not have enough information to go off of, to hypothesize from, but... I worry that we've broken some form of barrier. I fear the worst is yet to come. That is... I think something of her has been unleashed. Very, very troubling. If only I could... If only I could overcome my fear. I would like to see the place that she appeared to you. You wish to come into the godlight? I do, but... I know not if I can stand the trip. You see, my... You know of my fear. Uh, Everybody thinks it's just a fear of small spaces, uh, closed rooms. It's not. It's something altogether different. I, I cannot quite explain it, but it's not just closed rooms. Can can you describe? Can you describe the place where, where you saw the spirit, the shade? Uh, It was underground, most certainly closed. It seemed almost like an entrance hall with a staircase heading down. There was a magical barrier in front of it, preventing our ingress until we laid before it certain relics from uh, the uh, previous heroes of Atari. There was a barrier when we laid them, 
The barrier was broken and something was let forth, and there Belcora herself was. <sighs> I, I feel I must come. I must see the place. I will spend the night stealing myself for the trip, but please bring me there tomorrow. Even, even... We are in a better position now to venture forth down there with you than we have ever been before. We have all of us together. All of us. Including Billiam. Well then, that settles it. Tomorrow morning I will do what I can. I, I do not know how, how useful I would be. I would, I would ask for you to, to offer protection. My, my, my fear is very great, but I, I feel I must know this place. If there's any help I can offer in trying to, to seal this thing away, to end this fate that you fear is to befall Otari, I must try. I believe it'll be great fun. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I'll see you in the morning then. Be sure to find me by the standing stones north of town. I will be there conversing with the druids. Good evening, Good night. Good night. Sleep well. May, may good stars shine upon you. Only the best. Can we take a minute to just really appreciate how it's now canon that Tacitus gets everybody's name wrong on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yep. Yes. No, it's it's a defense mechanism. It puts people off their guard. It, it, like Part of it is RP. Like I, I like the idea of Tacitus not really remembering who anybody is, but part of it is that it's, it's just me. I also feel it's now canon that uh, Rin's tail is actually just a fancy butt plug. At least one of the tails. Yikes. All right. Did uh, Asmordrin have anything that he would like to do in this short time uh, before night? If any shops are open right now, he'd go buy stuff. But I suspect it's too late. So he's just going to go to bed so he can get up early and go shopping. I think you could probably get there in the first thing in the morning and, and deal with that. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, gentlemen. Do we want to Batman signal towards morning? Is that the plan? I'm good with it. Cool. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. So the morning comes, and it also arrives. It never gets old. It does, but it doesn't. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Never. Never. What are you doing this morning? I know Asmordrin has a shopping spree he wants to do. Tacitus, you are expecting to meet Rin at the Standing Stones north of town. Correct. What are we doing? Meeting before heading to the combine, I would assume. We still normally meet in the Rowdy Rockfish, which is good because... Cam's character is already here. Malice is already here. Tacitus will be here, and so will Asmordrin. I I sleep here. Yeah. I sleep here! I'm here! So we will <clears throat> commiserate in our normal fashion and then head towards the gauntlet. I guess Tacitus will inform us that we have to go grab a straggler, which I feel like Malleus would be indifferent. But I don't know how everybody else wouldn't be like, oh, hey, an unarmed civilian is coming, as far as they know. I don't know if Rin's actually like a fucking CR7 PC or not. <laughs> I need to make a few quick purchases before we head out, but it should just be in stock items. It should only take me an hour, so. 
I at some point would like to make. Uh, oh man, what was that little shit's name that we revived the other day? I, I only say that because I'm forgetting his name. Malleus wouldn't forget his name. Why am I blanking on his name? Boss uh, Gol- Gol- Oh, bo- bo- <laughs> We didn't revive Boss Gol- Gol- <laughs> Yeah. I would like to buy more items or procure the ability to craft something that would make Boss Grog a little bit more useful. But it can wait. It seems we have a struggler with us today. Who have you brought with you, Tacitus? Well, that she isn't. She is not presently with me, but we will be meeting her oh. at the Sterling Stones north of town. Rin Shavinsi. Damn it. <laughs> Got him. I goofed. I forgot we hadn't met her yet. <laughs> I'm also struggling to remember. I don't think Malleus has met Rin. <laughs> She's my land leech. Uh... <laughs> You'll like her. She's pretty good for a land leech. She'll be useful. Do you pay her to live there? If it's all the same as Morgan, I will just tag along with you. Oh, here, uh, take this, Gulakana, and he hands you a numbing tonic and a soothing tonic. Oh, uh, what do they do? So the numbing tonic gives you five temporary hit points at the beginning of every round. They don't stack. It's just here's five, here's five, here's five. And then the soothing tonic gives you it's fast healing three, basically, for one minute. Um. So when you basically add both of those together, that's eight hit points around in a fight, which mm-hmm. is very helpful. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Checking It'll be super helpful for you because I does not do fucking anything for me. I don't think. Nope. Uh, well, thank you very much. Let's all go so. to the gauntlet. Let's all go to the gauntlet. I imagine you're going to be heading up to the standing stones first. Um, but did you get your shopping done? Uh, yeah, as I was going to say, I, I need one fourth level item, one third level item, and a bunch of first level items. So I can't imagine that's too hard to pick up. No, you can get all that stuff in town. We can also just hand wave that and then edit it out. Or, no, you know, no, we, you mean, can just figure like out how much you of got the party if, goal Like you the fourth level items. Tell me what you got fourth level items. Uh, I got healer's gloves. I got a amulet of the occult. And then I got a bunch of soothe scrolls. Yeah, you're good. Soothe is nice. That's useful again. That's useful to heal your buddy there. Yeah, I they only cost four gold a piece. It's 1d10 plus four. So I picked up 10. But in, most importantly, I can use them on Malleus. That way I have a way to yep. heal him outside of a, a fight. Absolutely. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, Malleus will address as Mordrin and he will ask, do you believe that you either know where I could procure or if you have the ability to create a way for me to talk to my underling from a distance? Hmm. I, I'd have to look at it. I, I know there's, there's a couple of, of things. Um, can it read and write? I know of one that's kind of cheap that you put, you send letters through a box back and forth. But I don't know if Boss Grog can read. I will mull on this. We can also ask him today after we get here. He will be on the way down. Or if we take the portal, no, he won't. But we can find him and ask ourselves whether or not he possesses the ability to read or write. If he doesn't, we'll look for other means. Uh, regardless, I will uh, 
make sure that you are paid with my cut of the loot that we get either from the town or the gauntlet so that you don't do this work for free. But think on it. If not the box, yeah, let, then... Get, let, me, let me see what I can dig up. There might be some cheap ways to do that. I'll, I'll let you know. I appreciate it. Meatbag. There's always the parchment of direct message. It's a 50 gold item. It's two sheets of paper. You write on one, whatever you wrote appears on the other one. There is that. That's what I was thinking of, but he needs to be able to read. So that's the... And that's right. why I asked him. Does it work like an etch sketch Can you just shake it and get rid of all of the letters on there so you can start oh, another no, they message? disappear after a minute. So, oh. yeah, okay. everything you wrote disappears in a minute. Yeah, I know that I've talked about it before, and maybe Cam, because they have a better grasp on game knowledge and items than I do, but perhaps, like, I, I don't really... <laughs> I saw that, like, figure yeah. like, no, 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 no. no. But like I, I could have swore there used to be like a, a like a prisoner and master ring or slave and master ring uh like thing that allowed you to communicate. That was from definitely one E. Um yeah. Pathfinder definitely got away from the slave shit though. So I don't think it exists. Yeah, that makes me. sense. But I was wondering if there was a facsimile that Pussies. was like <laughs> if there was like a, a facsimile there of <laughs> that, uh, uh was useful. I think that one's high helm, isn't it, Trevor? those yeah but it's still not that that thing the message of sending is from firebrands but there's a item in high helm that like you can um write something and then burn it in like this brazier and the paired brazier the message appears in the ash cloud okay yeah i knew there was something in high helm i couldn't remember if it was it still requires reading being practical too i'm not carrying around a brazier (laughs) i mean i like (laughs) that i like the parchment of sending do you not have a bag of holding we do have one bag of holding within the company. Uh, I would like to go purchase a bag of holding if there's one in town. Yeah, I just already took 160 because I had asked uh, Micah to just deduct 160 for my share of the loot. And that's what I bought my stuff with. But uh, anyone who wants to, you can feel free to buy any amount of Sooth Scrolls that you feel is important. And I can always cast them on you. I only fail on a natural one. And it's 1d10 plus 4. And buying first level ones is the most economical. And they're only 4 gold pieces a piece. So think of it this way. If you buy 5, that's 10d5 plus 20 healing. I'm sorry. 5d10, not 10d5. (laughs) 10 Real quick, um, <laughs> Micah, what is the yeah. tradition of your inherent spells from your archetype? I I believe the tradition. Uh, I don't I believe you're an occult caster, head. right? Am I, I don't remember. That's that's what I want to know because he uh-huh. is an, a cathartic mage, right? I uh, right. My emotion. I believe my emotion was love. Right, um, it was. Yeah. Hmm. Can't believe you didn't I go for I do the not remember off the top of my incredible head. Incredible grief and sadness, edgy thaumaturge. No. I want to be a nice thaumaturge who can love people. I was going to say, it was confusion not an option for Tacitus. <laughs> no. <laughs> the constant state of always learning. Bewilderment and wonder. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's wonder. <laughs> yeah. There is no um, entry for the like type how long until of, uh, Tacitus slowly turns into a Joe Biden impression. Type. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're almost there. We're almost there. That's how he gets out of the gauntlet every week is he just falls up the stairs till he's out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> an identify check. Well, that's a bunch of malarkey. 
All right, gentlemen. Are we going to head up to the ship? Let's the, get stuck uh, in. Standing stones. Head up to the standing stones. Find uh, find your old buddy. Pal, yeah, we got to get Rin. Yep. Where did that uh, wheelchair go? We could put her in that. That'd be handy. Didn't we leave that by the front door of the gauntlet? By the front door <laughs> of the gauntlet. It's probably, it's probably there to this very day. <laughs> we found out upon arrival that it is not wheelchair accessible. Right. Uh, so you make your way up to the standing stones, and Rin is there, and there is a circle of druids and rangers around her. And she seems to be like sitting. You know how like they set up logs around campfires to be like benches. Well, there's another set of logs that's benches and then a vertical larger log that's being used as a table. And she is putting out harrow suits and reading the harrow. Um, And it seems like she's doing it very, very quickly. So she'll go through and, you know, she shuffles. Um... Yeah, you see all this as you're going up. You can see her like shuffle and then, you know, slam out three cards. The first, the first line of the suit, and then you hear like a bit of a clamor. And then she takes them all up and she shuffles them and she slams out the first three cards of the suit again, and like gasps and uh, you know and such. And uh, somebody goes over there like, no, let me try. That can't be right. And uh, they take it and they shuffle and they put out three cards. Everybody freaks out again, and uh, the person stands up, and they look kind of shell-shocked. And you make your way up there, and uh, you're coming up behind Rin. You can't really... She doesn't really see your face. You kind of, like, askance to her, maybe off to the back right-hand corner of her. So you can see what she's doing, but she can't really get a good sight of you. You make your way up there. What do you do? I suppose I would make the first approach. Rin, Rin, good morning. It's us over here. And, and you see her shuffling and placing out. She barely takes heed. She looks over her shoulder and her face looks frantic. And you can see sweat coming off her brow. She looks at you and then looks back what she's doing and frantically shuffles cards and then places down three and then picks them back up and then shuffles again and then places down three. And the closer you get to her, you can start to make out what's happening she is is shuffling. First card goes down. You recognize the fiend. The second card goes down. You recognize the wax works. The third card goes down, and you recognize the silent hag. And picks him up and shuffles him again, and down goes the fiend. The wax works. The silent hag. She picks him up again. She shuffles, and this is all happening. You know, every two steps you make towards her, she's picking these up and quickly shuffling them. And it's like they're rising to the top of the deck every time in the same order. The Fiend, the Waxworks, the Silent Hag. The Fiend, the Waxworks, the Silent Hag. This is impossible. Never seen this before. Same again and again and again. Yesterday morning, last night, this morning, it happened over and over and over and over and as you get closer she she puts the deck away you see some of the rangers like are clutching their holy symbol of a rastal there's uh, a druid that has a a companion a hawk looks like they're trying to calm this hawk down for some reason 
everybody seems to be in a bit of a state of shock and uh, worry. What do you do? I lean over to Gulakon and say, this is really going to slow us down in our exploration if we're doing this all the time. Yeah. I, 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 I fucking mentioned you <laughs> back into it from last time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, they believe these cards can foretell the future. It's, it's, I don't know, but it seems like we could have been halfway there by now. I, they did it like eight or nine times at a certain point. It just, like, I don't understand. She seems distressed. I think she's losing. Let's go. Let's go. She's just playing solitaire. Worse magic. Oh, God. It's just she's doing war over and over again and losing. We should continue. We're, uh,. I guess it doesn't matter if we're underground if there's daylight or not, but, you know, I'd like to get back in time for bed. I'm tired of sleeping down there. Oh, yeah, sorry. We usually sleep down there yeah. a few days in a row, but, uh... Yeah, oh, come God. on, Ray, let's go. It's a good thing you're not claustrophobic or anything. We're going deep below ground. <laughs> Before we go, just to be clear, was I able to see uh, the cards that she was drawing? Yes. Like, clearly? You were able to... You could tell what those cards were. With okay. your knowledge uh, then, of esoteric lore and stuff, you would recognize the harrow and the and the cards of it pretty readily. Okay. Uh, then can I roll esoteric to uh, like identify what uh, fortune she was getting? Sure. Okay. Uh, I do not have my dice with me, so I'm going to roll in foundry. Oh no. Yeah. Exactly. I like uh, how you even said that. That's so weird. Yeah. Uh, with a minus two. Yes. Here we go. Hey, not bad. Uh, 10 for a 22. Uh, why don't I ever have this stupid table? Why don't I ever have it up, guys? Why is it? You know, that's actually a uh, success. What level, at this level number do you need? To yeah. know? I was going to say, I do it's have that success. table up usually because we reference it a lot. <laughs> I'm running it against her DC, so it's not the same as yours. You would recognize this and you would recognize the meaning of these cards pretty readily. First of all, is the fiend. It's the uh, lawful evil card of hammers. It typically indicates the deaths of many in a calamity, or there is a sinister and highly intelligent creature endangering people. The waxworks is the chaotic evil card of the suit of shields. Um, it represents a place of helplessness, helplessness, and physical entropy that the mind may be willing to do something, but the flesh is frozen in place in horror. And finally, the silent hag invokes poisonous secrets, the kind that turn sibling against sibling, sibling and child against parent. Something that, that you should never speak, something you should never tell, something that should stay hidden, lest it tear a community apart. And she was getting these three over and over and over and over. She's sh- put these cards away and looks visibly shaken. I uh, I make eye contact with her. I saw that fortune. As has have I many times over the past several days. I was hoping uh, the members of the circle might help me recognize what it is or see if I was doing something wrong. But 
even they were pulling the same fortune in the same way every time. I must go. There's no way for me to avoid it. Now I must go. I must see this place. Now to be certain, have these foretellings ever been wrong before? Usually there's quite a bit of interpretation to be had. Uh, The veracity of them is on a bit of a scale, depending on how you see uh, the progression of things. But usually when I have a suit repeated at least twice in a row, they are always indicative of the true meaning of things. This has been repeated dozens, if not scores of times over the past couple days. Intelligent evil. We know of that. You say Belcora still lives, yes? There's one. Yes, it could be Belcora. It could be any number of things. We've run into many things down there. Could be Malleus. It could be Malleus. Uh, Malleus is also something that came to my mind, but I wouldn't say that to him. I was also wondering about that, uh, that, that errant godlike knight who's been wandering around. Oh, the one that cut off the dude's arm and then he turned his hand into a familiar? That's the one. Now the third, that's strife in a community, I believe we are seeing that by, in front of our own eyes already. But the second is most puzzling to me. Well, I, I think I know what the second means. I think it, I think it pertains to me. I fear I'm willing to do this, but this seems to be telling me that my fear will be the end of me. But that's only confirmation. I must go. I must know what this is. I must know what is happening down there. And put your cards away. Think only of the present. That I will. I am going to be treating Rin going forward as frightened one perpetually right now. So we got that going for us as she comes in to investigate some of these things. Make it friend too. Friends, shall we go? You! (laughs) Maybe friend three. Make it fair. Noel, I've I've never met you before. My name is Rin. It's very nice to make your acquaintance. Not one for words, are you, Noel? Noel's not paying attention. You you lost him about half an hour into this whole card reading thing. (laughs) The Noel is staring at his phone and playing with his hair. Noel, I don't think I've made your acquaintance yet. I am a dog. Uh, woof. Uh, uh, I'd like you to roll deception on that, please. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nobody else is, I've had to do this for, so this will be great. Rin so far the only person to look twice at the homunculi Noel walking around through town. <laughs> Give a plus two to your roll, by the way. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because you have a very For... effective disguise. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck. All right. Let me see what my deception is. Plus one. Let's do it. That's an eight. Uh, sorry, nine. Is that with the plus two? Ten. <laughs> um, you and I both know that's not what you are. Walk with me. Tell me the true nature of yourself. Malice would be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Freak everyone up. I shall not thing who looks like a knoll but is not. Honestly, I kind of like, most of the time, picture it 
like he's wearing it like a wolf pelt over his shoulder. (laughs) Every time that I have to pretend that I'm Cecil, for some reason it immediately goes to like bad taxidermy over the helmet. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Just like a onesie. (laughs) It's exactly what I imagined it as, is a onesie. That's what uh, I with like. I think that's how we described it. Like he put it on, and he's taller than Cecil was, so his feet come out the bottom, and the feet are still there, but they're hovering above the ground. I like that. To I be think the that's illusion. the way we originally described it. Oh man, the the imperceptible people of Atari are fun. Listen, they've seen way worse lately. Okay, they're this is the look, look at Golakon and look at me. What stranger? The grim darkness of Otari. <laughs> Golicon's beautiful. I never said they weren't. Except for the face. Yeah. And the fact that <clears throat> looks like there's snakes and spiders under their skin. That's great. It's great. I I like that. I like that. So we'll walk with you. Rin. Take my mind will... off of what we are doing. Tell me what you are, your true nature. I imagine you can't be that dangerous if these lovely people allow you to stay in their company. It's not dangerous to me. Uh, yeah. We will, as they walk, he will kind of like, you know, pull the, I guess, the cloak of Nolkind back. He will rip his face off as they walk. Exactly. And, and I will reveal myself as we walk on the path towards the gauntlet. Uh, kind of like walking side by side with her and glancing down occasionally. My name is Malleus. I came to the Gauntlet many, many years ago, and I died here. I am now no longer traditionally dead. You can see that this town eschews tradition. My goal is to make sure that Belcora is undone, and these people also share that goal. We are aligned in this way. Nothing more, nothing less. You have nothing to fear from me, friend. The caravan sees the workers of the way being in many forms. I need not be preached to by a zealot of the dreamer. Please keep it to yourself. Golkan nods in agreement. So be it as you were, but know that you'll see no quarrel from me as long as you do not wish to harm the ones I hold dear. I wish no such thing. So what were you in a previous life? I see tusks on your face. Maybe perhaps an orc? Maybe of great renown? Malleus kind of like looks a little disquieted. <laughs> he definitely knows that he's an orc, but he seems unsure. I don't particularly know. I have fragments, shards, I was one of many in an army, I think. I left for here for what I don't remember. It ultimately wasn't worth it. As you can see, it cost me my life. But the longer I'm alive, and he puts like air quotes with his gauntlets around alive, I find new ways to appreciate the benefits of undeath. For example, I have nothing but time and spite to give to Belcora until she is gone and dead. And then afterwards, I have nothing but time to chase my own goals, whatever they may form to be. There are benefits. I, too, have been around a long time. 
Perhaps as long as you, perhaps longer. I know and not. I... I remember this giant wheel was not here the last time. I was flesh. And he points to the giant's wheel back in Otari. The first time I came through this town, it was not there either. I've traveled around. you are much around. older than I. The town existed when I arrived. Oh, no, the town was here, but the wheel was not. Ah, I misunderstood. Well, that's, that's fine. I have traveled this world for a great many years. I've seen many things. This is, uh, even in recent days, this place, I, I would not rather be anywhere else. Uh, you, you know, you, you, I, I sense a certain animosity to the gods, which is, I think, fair for a great many people. Though you must believe that there is some fate, some thing we are working towards. I just imagine, like, Malia shooting a glance towards Golakon and doing, like, that Joey from Friends, like, get a look at this asshole. <laughs> uh, so there was a means of fate to take away my agency and turn me into this. It is good to know that gods care. Yes, yes. I am sure that the great dreamer, Phrasma, Gozra, and all of the others really saw fit for me to be tortured to death. Many hundreds of feet buried in dark stone and magic. Mm. Don't worry, it will pay off one day. I never said the plan was good. Not even for most people. You don't understand. There isn't a plan. There is no plan. It is a lie. Existence doesn't make sense, and it is chaos, and gods do not create order. Look around you. We stand on the precipice of evil, chaos, and darkness beyond your comprehension. And you want to say there is a plan. By who and for what? I reject this plan, if it exists at all. I appreciate your help, and you show great courage and admiration in showing up here at all. But please, do not wax poetic to me about the gods. I do not care and it wears greatly on my patience. You have your right to belief, but I do not deny that it is as valid as my own. Malish walks away. Tacitus in the background now is like Ross from Friends, like, get a load of this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Malleus tips his fedora. (laughs) Malleus is like like Matthew Perry. He's dead. (laughs) Too soon, soon, Micah. (laughs) They always told you life was gonna be this way. (laughs) There we go. That's the remix we need. (laughs) Little drowning pool for Chandler. Fuck. Jesus, that was bad, wasn't it? I know that's not drowning pool, but fuck. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Oh. It's the roll for a 10. Drown yourself in a pool challenge. <laughs> Cut that one out. We're <laughs> keeping that one and putting it with your real full legal name in the Patreon. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, yeah, Malleus so, will leave them. Walk forward. He's frustrated with the conversation. Yeah. Golicon is also not trying to hear it from somebody spouting about the dreamer after he has lost as much as he has. Golakon doesn't dream anymore. I, I really don't. <laughs> oh. oh. Alright, so as you make your way into the fog fen, 
and the shadows creep lower and the, the trees seem to overhang in their characteristic fashion as you get closer to the gauntlet and it feels claustrophobic you note that Rin does not seem to fear the closeness of the trees as somebody that is claustrophobic would be um, you would note this Tacitus specifically because all you know is that she does not like to go inside of buildings. She does it as rarely as she possibly can. In fact, she makes a wide berth from most of the structures in the town, if if at all possible, especially at night. And as you get close to the gaunt light and it looms higher, you see a wonder creep onto her face. I've never gotten this close to it. I've looked at it from my observatory... Never have I ventured, even to the edge of the fog fan. I really wish I had before. Before it was looming evil and not a creeping death. Before I lose my nerve, let us continue, please. As quick as we can, show me where you saw this abomination, Tacitus. Oh, come now, don't be scared. The fun hasn't even started. Yes, most of the enemies in this, these upper levels are dead anyways. I fear nothing that is here already. I fear what may come. Malleus will turn to her, completely serious. You should. Fear keeps you alive. And there are things you should be afraid of here. You have proven yourself capable of protecting against the things that reside here. I fear things that may not yet be here. Hopefully you will not see what I mean. Hopefully this will be without incident. Let's not tarry any further. And she barrels forward into the gatehouse as you've been walking towards. She just leads the way into the gatehouse. Give me a perception check. I'd like a perception check from everyone. What do I get out of it? I want a secret one. Okay. What's it to you? I want a secret one. And and for that, um, y'all know how to do secret checks? Blind GM. That's right. Only one I think can't do it is Christian because uh, he doesn't have his shit. So if you just tell me your perception. It's eight. Excellent. Nope, that didn't do it. Cool. All right. I got everything I need. There we go. I got it. Perfect. Okay, so as Mordrin... Malleus and Tacitus, you all notice Rin giving very special attention to the walls, specifically where they meet each other and the floor, and giving those places a very, very wide berth. I guess Malleus will kind of, like, observe this and assume it's something to do with her claustrophobia, right? Like, she doesn't want to be close to walls. She's trying to distance herself, or is she, like, looking for something on those walls? Both. She's keeping an eye on them and keeping her distance. Cam knows Uh, what's happening. I know. She's searching for traps. Christian may know what's happening. Whoa. Why are you looking at the walls for? Can I roll to see what she's doing? It will be a very hard check, but yes. Very hard. Perfect. Is she looking for traps? I don't understand. Okay. Rolling esoteric with a minus two. 
Come on, big money foundry. Don't do it. Don't 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 fuck me this one. Cam has buried their face and it is it has been there for some time. Hey, now. 17 for a 29. I feel dumb for not she getting what must be an obvious joke. Fears the angles of the room. Oh. That's fine. They're, 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 they're very acute. It's uh, very natural to feel embarrassed. Fuck you, Jesus. <laughs> uh, does does Jake know? Jake has no clue. He has no idea. Oh, he should, but he God. doesn't. Uh, I don't. I'm... I feel so lost. I, I have I have no clue. I feel like I I'm being no made idea. fun of right now. This is no. going Christian, to be amazing. Christian knows as Mordrin does not. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Tess is just focused on the angles. Like, damn. It sure is less than ninety degrees. Uh, can we? Can we make our way quickly? As quick as we can. What are you doing? Watching for what may not be here yet. What? What are you? I feel like there's something I should have asked before we got it. Specifically, what do you do? Class-wise, if you had to categorize it, what would you say you do here? Well, I am... You'll have to hold I'm on a, for a second as I grab my character sheet. Bit of a sorceress, you could say. Hmm. Long-lived as I am. Fiendish Any blood particular in my veins. Blood say fiendish blood? Okay, yeah, that would make sense. I must be on my toes for things that may be looking, lurking. What is somebody not sharing? What is she doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm just stuck on that now because You're I feel so out of the loop. You're going to find out. Okay. No, nobody's going to spoil I'm comfortable yeah. not knowing, Jake. Nobody's Jake, I'm cool not knowing. I okay. just want to find out. Let, let's okay. just experience this just, together. Okay. Oh I'm sure there All are right. so many listeners screaming yeah. what she is freaking out about. This okay. is beautiful. Don't you That's fucking fine. Google Keep it. screaming. I can't hear you. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> so the, the first teleport so, is on the second floor. So we must we must make ways down the stairs, please. Let's go quickly. Unless you have a bunch of silver, maybe we could fix the first one. That'd be handy. I, I want to minimize the amount of time we are here. Please take me to these stairs quickly and down them. Tough talk for someone who spent half the morning looking at cards. <laughs> you catty bitch you guys make it to the <laughs> stairs um, she sees them and she makes a running jump and tries to clear as many stairs as possible and is bounding down them taking 7 to 10 of them at a time they're, they're not trapped we, we walk them all the time perhaps not I'm going to turn and look at Tacitus I'm going to turn and look at Tacitus like Bro, who is this bitch? Uh, I don't me, know. This is very strange. Give me another perception check. This one in the open. That's fine. I don't care. Just give it to me. Okay, I rolled a natural 16. That's a 25. I believe. Check. Yes. That is an 11 for a 22. Uh, 7 for a 20. Uh, I got... Oh, and Christian? I got a 14 for a 22. All right. Malleus, you hear like fleeting noises of like footfalls but they sound odd like like an animal more than a person and you hear just a few of them Gilly at a time, and they disappear 
like a footfall with a distinctive click, maybe of claws. But all of you smell the faint scents of ozone and lavender. Otari is known for its lavender. Uh, Malleus, not knowing what this is supposed to mean still, uh, but hearing the clicker clack of what may be predator feet on stone, uh, will produce them all from his chest cavity. Golakon will draw their silver, or his silver pick. So you, you heard it, didn't you? Yes, I did too. I'm going to draw my sword and my book. What is coming? I hope we do not see it. Something that's been haunting me for a long time. Well, I can hear it. If if we if we if we move quickly, it will not catch us. Malleus is going to start to get agitated and turn to her. Is like, is this a trap? Have you lured us down here for some creature to attack us all? What is your means of bringing us down here for us immediately to be attacked by some spectral creature? And he'll take like some guarded stance as he hears a noise clattering around in some fucking direction. When you've been around and done as many things as I have, you make enemies. I've ashamed to say that in my younger days I tampered with things that I should not have tampered with. And it leaves a mark. I'm hunted for these reasons. I'm imagining like the sound of like ghostly hounds echoing off of the stone and getting closer. Is that accurate? Pretty much, yes. All right, well, I don't know about you guys, but Malleus is getting really aggravated with her. He's going to, like, turn void energy flaring in his eyes and scream, Quit being vague! What is coming? I've never seen them. They haunt my dreams. They are a hound of some sort, perhaps made of smoke and and feeling and, and patience and longing and time while she's talking I'm going to point at Tacitus and say you're never allowed to bring guest again (laughs) (laughs) she is not invited to the cookout Uh, I think she's been watching Supernatural too much I will put the visor down and hold them all in a defensive position they live at the edges Uh, of things we must continue out of this hallway down these stairs get us to a larger room get us to where we're going to we may yet evade them. Malleus will hold the rear then as everybody keeps walking, but he'll express his immediate now distrust of this person who refuses to explain or elaborate further on what the fuck is going on. Tacitus is going to stay near Rin, who is now somehow the party leader. I don't like where this is going at all. You shouldn't. (laughs) I stole this idea from a listener, actually of our patrons. I'm very excited to try this. Thanks, Bastard King. You know what's coming. Mm. Oh, I've never gave myself a long rest. Sorry. Doing that right now? Yeah, y'all would be. Yeah, up, I'm sure. So where are you leading her to? I'm imagining the teleportation circle to bring you down to the lowest level? Correct. Yeah, yeah. and uh, just because Malice is feeling extra spicy today, I will make it a point to not explain to her what it feels like to go through a teleportation circle. Well, you make your way to the teleportation circle and you all go through and she makes the transit without issue whatsoever. Bitch. <laughs> She's done us a great many times before. Not here, but in other places. I imagine you're going to teleport down to the third basement then. I think that's the third basement. Yep. 
All right. You find yourself in the teleportation circle that's outside of the large banquet hall. It's a small room. There are four corners. She is very worried. You hear the footfalls louder and baying to go along with it of something. It doesn't sound like a dog or a hound you've ever heard before, but you know the characteristic noises of a pack hunter when you when you hear it. Larger room. We have to get to a larger room. Lead on, please. Lead on as quickly as we can. Perhaps we should go to the arena if we are to fight there. I tend to agree. Ah, we haven't actually been there yet. Uh, there might be something there already. I don't want to Honestly, create a situation where we're on surrounded. Fighting in the room that we actually fought that bone giant in wouldn't be bad either. It's very large. And also all of our tokens are Well, the room, room that you're Minus trying to show her is fairly large as well. Yeah. So. I mean, do we get there before we're beset upon by hounds? That kind of changes where we're going to stop. Depends on like how uh, close are these things. How long you decide to wait. Because one of the paths that you take to get there is a long, curvy cave that does not have sharp angles. Perhaps a place of respite, even. I don't trust you. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, let's just go with our first thing then and go to the gladiator pit over there. It's a very large, I, wide open I, area. Okay, uh, on second thought, I kind of prefer uh, Jake's idea to go to the room where we fought the uh, the big skeleton dude. Okay. Yeah. There's already a teleportation circle in here, too. Well, that so we teleportation discuss- circle does only takes you one place, and that's down oh. to the place that you fought the... There's yeah. one to the north yeah. of it, though. There is one to the north of it. That I believe yeah, we got that's working. a normal functioning one, yeah. Yeah. What are we doing? We, we can't, can't stay here any longer. We, we need to move. Are we in this room, or are we still upstairs when she says this? Oh, you're, you're downstairs. You've teleported through to the room with the chapel that you saw Belcor, the place that she wants to go. It sounds like we do not have any more time. We stand and we fight. Or we all die. Or maybe just you. And he looks directly at Rin. It matters not. We need not fight if we get to an open area. Is this not an open area? Like, I, I you, can't really see the room that we're talking about. Where have about. you gone? I'm trying to figure out what you like think you're doing. this room right down here if y'all can... Okay, so let me like bring you guys to the floor that you actually just teleported to. Yeah. There's like five different floors. It's hard for me to visualize every room. Right, right. But the floor that you... She wants to see the floor that you guys saw Belcora, right? Which is in here. the chapel. Uh, the, the room is... This one that she wants to go to, this big open room wow. that has the stone. Like, she wants to see where you saw Belcora. That's right. what she wants to see. Are there not still, like, ghostly hands and shit in this room, though? Or no. did they stop? Okay, no, cool. they were tied to the barrier. All right, good, good, good. Just wanted to make sure they didn't come back. No. But you teleported into the teleportation circle on this floor initially, right? So are you going to say, nope, fuck it, we're going down another level, or are you going to bring her to this room? I guess we'll just go to this room if we can make it there beside before getting attacked by whatever this is, unless I'm vetoed. Yeah, there are a lot of angles in this room, and apparently angles are bad, even though these angles are obtuse. Uh, Just, Micah, remember she was looking at where the floor meets the wall, 
And these would be 90 degree angles in that. Oh, those are the angles we care about. Okay, yeah, this room is cool then. Yeah, all right. All right, as you leave this room and you, you hear, you can almost, like, you hear these beats getting, and you can almost hear the breath of these things as you appear in this room. And as you begin to run, you make your way into the secret passage uh, through the caverns. They stop all at once. The, the noises cease. The smell disappears. And she looks much more at ease. Oh, yes, we can, we can rest here for a moment if you wish before we go further, but she looks at Mally's like, I'm not being evasive. I've, I've only seen one once. I never wish to see it again. I have no idea what it is. I've never seen anything else of it. It's just a hound. There was one before. Sometimes I hear what I think are dozens of them. And then I flee into the safety of the natural world, away from the angles. Wait, is it an angelic hound? Because that's a really common misspelling. <laughs> like it. Wonderful. No, quack, no, quack. I, I, I know what these are. I, 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 I. <sighs> Maybe that's the wrong way to put it. I know what they aren't. And what they aren't is, is, is friendly. They're the opposite of friendly. They're unfriendly. This one knows where it is because it knows where it isn't. Exactly. <laughs> that got me good. Indeed. <laughs> can, can, friend, can you can you lead us the rest of the way? I, I only need a few moments of there. I feel the, and then we we should be safe. We should be safe. We can leave. You can get me out of this place, and you never have to worry about this again. Is this not the room? Yes. No. I mean, you were going through the curvy hallways. I just moved you in here oh, so okay. you could see what I was talking yeah, about. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yep, okay. Yep. Okay. yep. Okay, yeah, so, so are you gonna, just do, what way are steps. you going to make your way in? Are you going to make your way in through the long hallway, or are you going to make your way in through the adjacent, like, torture room? I think we go through the adjacent torture room. Oh, the that place with I all the point sharp, to pointy the cage angles. Up in the, yeah. Perfect. That way I can point up into the ceiling and be like, that's where I was for several hundred years, cool. I think. All right, so Wait, you make I, your way Actually, out of curiosity, is the rotting corpse... Uh, Without a hide, uh, yes, the skinless corpse of Cecil still, still there. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> oh, f, press f, press f, boys. <laughs> I thought this so way was a... caved in. Oh, it, oh, it is. That's it right. Is. It is. He caved oh. it in. You can't go that way. That's a good oh, yes. point. We have to go we down the hallway. You have to go down the long hallway. Oh no. Yeah, we'll nice. look up to the north, and I'd and I'll turn to Rin and go to and say. Normally, there would be another means of ingress, but uh, I broke it. <laughs> oh, you are truly powerful, Malleus. <laughs> so you make Why would you laugh? The, I don't know. Hallway. It was the delivery of that. I couldn't tell if it was sarcasm or not. It Gold perfectly hung just... in the air. <laughs> you have to understand, all I like. most of the dialogue most, comes from yeah, my yeah, brother it's... or Christian being like, you suck shit. No, Golakon oh, like Ma- thinks that you're powerful for bringing down a wall. Well, thank you. I go. I go over to Malleus. You know, if if we animate Cecil's skinless corpse, that would be very, very frightening to people. <laughs> I'm going to keep that in mind. Although I'm pretty sure he's at least started to rot a little bit. A place like this will surely advance decay rather than slow it. Mm, decay. So. so 
you're, you're going to we'll go down go the hallway. out at the end of the cave and then go into the hallway. So you guys make your way into that hallway, and as you cross the threshold, you start to hear the footbeats again coming from all directions. But they're very distant as opposed to being right on top of you. Uh, as Mordrin, how long would these potions last? Uh, they, they don't last a crazy long time, but they last for a minute. Golakon is going to uh, produce the numbing tonic in his free hand and uh, be ready to drink it. You make your way up to the, the chapel and uh, look around the walls again. Remember that the, the carvings have changed since they were initially there. There were the ghosts rising to the four-pointed eye in the ceiling and that is gone. It's been replaced by an open star field originally with a large uh, greenish mossy planet up there. It looks like it's changed again. And across the face of this planet is the image of a skull clutching moss in its teeth. Rin looks up and she seems a bit worried. And she tries to back up a bit from the far wall so she can take in more of it after she's made her way in and backs her way all the way up against one of the walls. <gasps> and you hear the braying again, louder than you have before. You can feel warm breath on the back of your neck. You smell ozone and lavender flash in your nostrils and direct yourself to cast chat as you see two creatures appear at the far end of this room hugging the edge of the wall that look alike of this. Oh no! What the, the cute, fuck is that? Just a cute little guy. Not a Let's fan. Get a, Aww, let's get a little so description of what this looks like. This looks like a reptilian deep sea fish turned into a dog made out of scales and smoke. Does you that do it justice? Eyes. You forgot the eyes. I no, uh, it's it, it has like the milky white face, like eyes of an anglerfish. Yeah, it looks like an anglerfish dog combo with smoke. Yeah. Yeah, it has a really long tongue and a really long tail, and smoke is coming out of its tongue and its tail. This is strange. What the fuck is that? And as these things appear in front of you, you hear a horrifying baying noise, and Rin shrieks at the top of her lungs and says, They found me! They found me! The debt is to be paid! We'll figure out if you have the means to pay that debt when we come back next week. They're just after you, right, Rin? Oh, where's Billy when you need him? Can't believe another person made a deal with a higher power and it burned them. That's crazy. What? That's okay, crazy. But, but Malleus, Malleus, it's God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. It's it's it, it is the it is the 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 machinations of the great dreamer that she be torn to shreds uh, deep underground. Uh, it's so, dying it's what in the happen. most awful way possible for her specifically. And then Golakon will wear her skin. Oh no.
Roll for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc., used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Roll for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gilfie. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening.